been around a long time. This is a new area of motorsport for me. Formula E, I'm with the Panasonic Jaguar racing team. Uh, I'm with Adam Carroll on my right, Mitch Evans on my left. You're both racing in there. Adam first. What attracted you into Formula E? It seems to be growing so rapidly. Yes, Formula E is in its third season now. And, you know, for a championship that is only in its third season, it's growing incredibly fast. You know, I've been around for a while now and been involved in many series and driven everything. And, you know, personally for me, Formula E is the fastest growing championship I've ever seen. So from the early days, I was always interested in it. Um, there just wasn't any opportunity in the first season or the second season for me. But, you know, I was able to work on a program with, with Panasonic Jaguar. I was the test driver, development driver last year and was able to then um, pick up the race seat and come into the championship this year for the full season and, you know, being part of you know, Jaguar's full-time return to racing has been, you know, been fantastic. So, Mitch, what's your route into Formula E? Because it's, it's totally different in the, the climb to Formula One. The guys are a lot younger, yet you're up against guys that never quite got to the very top of Formula One. So it's an interesting mixture. Well, yeah, both of us are pretty, pretty in that category. Yeah, I came through uh, the junior Formula in single C in a GP3. I won GP3, um, GP2, um, obviously on the cast of Formula 1, but uh, didn't quite make it. So I, uh, yeah, but I was interested in the, in the Formula since it started. I've got a lot of friends in, in it from the start. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a proper world championship. And, um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was always quite intrigued to see how it was going to sort of take off. But the growth of it is just, yeah, it, it, how much it's increasing recently has been um, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. And, um, yeah, all the manufacturers getting behind it. And, uh, yeah, got the opportunity to test of Jaguar last year and, and fortunately get, you know, got the drive. And I've really enjoyed it so far. You know, I've been really surprised with... Uh, with how competitive it is, and, and just some of the city centres we go to, because it's all it's all city centre racing, um, and it's a yeah we've got some amazing venues, um, and we're at the sort of forefront of this new technology, and, and it's great to be part of it. And also, with, you know, Jaguar's return to racing after many years out of the sport, it's, it's special to be part of the new era. It's I think Jaguar seem to recognise that for the benefit of their future technology for their road cars, they need to be involved in Formula E now. Yes, absolutely. You know, we are, it's the only fully electric championship in the world. As Mitch touched on, we are bringing the, the racing to the people. You know, we race in downtown, we race in New York, we race in Hong Kong, you know, Paris, literally in the centre of Paris. So, you know, this is what, being electric, that's just part of it. It's brilliant to bring it to the fans, but, um, you know, the technology itself is it's a genuine, you know, testbed incubator for, for Jaguar. They can what they learn informally and for the manufacturers they can cross that over into their into the road cars and the ips concept comes onto the roads next year some stage you know and that will be um, lots of learnings in that from from formally and you know we are involved in in the future it's it's right now and whether you like it or not that's the way pretty that's much the reality, yeah. that's the reality and that's the way all the the manufacturers and the road cars and the cities that's the way it's going so mitch aren't we seeing the the sort of end game for Formula One as it currently is, will Formula E take over? That there was a there was a need to go into electric cars or alternatively fuel vehicles. Will Formula One become a thing of the past? Is it already a dinosaur? <laughs> um, I think that's probably the biggest question mark um, at the moment. No one really knows. Um, I, I, I doubt Formula One will just die off like that. 
you know that's the pinnacle of, of the sport and um, the current technology is, is will die off in the next say 10 years but I, I, I'm not sure it's too early to say if Formula E will, will take over it's, it's, at the moment it's, it's treated to be separate obviously a lot of people are trying to compare it but it's, it's completely separate in terms of technology but it's hard to answer because no one really knows what's going to happen to Formula 1 with the new ownership you got to remember they're owned by the same company through Liberty. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I'm really excited to see where it could end up, and, and there's so much potential there for it to grow. Um, whether it'll be as big as Formula 1, no one really knows at the moment. I'm, I'm intrigued, you know, you, you're two young guys in Formula E. Do you see Formula E as a step on the path towards Formula 1? Or is this a decision now that you've made that Formula E is your future well you said young i'm actually 34 and he's 23 by my standards yeah, so i know i'm still young but uh, i know mitch you know, probably looks as old as me but um it's it's uh, <laughs> it's the reality and as a racing driver if, if you actually end up in any series and you're genuinely paid for your services you've made it you know formula one is of course it's what everybody knows but the reality of getting there is is incredibly difficult you know only some of the best drivers in the world get the formula one uh, you've got so many other championships and the amount of talent out there is incredible but still as a top professional racing driver you know where do you go and, and formally is is the place to be you know for me it's an opportunity to you know have a good four or five years and still you know be fit competitive and and have a good end to my career but for someone like mitch who's 23 you know, it's going to be unbelievable to see where this goes. And you ask the question, is it going to be as big? Well, only time will tell, but sure. it definitely, definitely is going to be the future. And it has a future, you know. And, and by season five, which is only you know, 15 months away or whatever, it could be the biggest manufacturer grid on the world. Well, last question to you then, Mitch. Uh, Adam has already identified the fact that you're a little younger than he. That being the case, I'll ask you much the same question. Um, you know, being Formula E has got so many, uh, it gives me a lot of sort of uh, motivation and, and all, all of us in Formula E are uh, professionals. Obviously it's very exciting with the manufacturers coming in, but all the drivers in Formula E are being paid. You know, as simple as that, where Formula 1 it's not like that. It's not like that at all. It's, it's, it's a lot of sort of I guess, smoke and mirrors. Don't get me wrong, F1's been my dream since I was six years old, but um, the reality of getting there is sort of small now for me because... I've got no, no one to fund it. <laughs> um, I came very close, but that's, that's the way it goes. Whether it's the pathway, no one's obviously done it yet, so it's hard to say. It's only year three of, of the championship, so it's still very, very early in its days, and it's hard to know exactly where it's going to end up or what it could lead to or if it will be the pinnacle. As, as Adam said, it's time will tell. So, um, yeah, but at the moment I'm happy with where I'm at, so we'll see what happens.